0: Hey, guys, you're always asking me what kind of athletic apparel I am wearing. Well, I'm going to tell you where I get it because the brands run the gamut. I get it online at a place called Carbon 38. They are the bomb, the absolute best for fashionable, high-performance women's active wear. Carbon 38 partners with fitness professionals to wear, test, and model all their apparel, because their mission is to empower women to live their healthiest lives so you look and feel amazing. Go to carbon38.com Jillian to receive 15% off your first purchase. And when I say they have all the cool brands, I mean they have all the cool brands. So go now and check it out. You will not regret it.
1: You're listening to the Jillian Michaels show. And now, Jillian Michaels.
0: I'm all loaded up on this crap that I need to get off my chest. Okay, go. In our sessions this week, our sessions it's like therapy. <laughs> There's sessions. I want to talk about something that's very politically incorrect. Okay, can you can we welcome people to the show oh, first? Oh, I thought you do that before
1: the show starts. I do kind. I go and here's Jillian Michaels.
0: That you do your whole spiel.
1: No, I don't go, hey, everybody. But sometimes it's nice to to say you're just on a roll. You're on a roll. (sighs) Okay. Okay, now you can say, I want to talk about something completely politically incorrect. I want to talk
0: about something completely politically (laughs) incorrect, (laughs) which is outrageous that it would have to be politically incorrect. I want to talk about the importance of fathers. I'm so sick and tired of not being able to say how important that is. And it's funny because you don't you offend so many people when you say that because they they feel less than if there's not a father in the household. And that's just a shame on so many different levels. And one of the things that I really have wanted to talk about and I've had to be so careful about is like, oh, what are the challenges of parenting as a gay couple? And it's not the challenge of parenting as a gay couple per se because single mothers or single mothers, right? Right. There are a lot of people. My parents were straight, and I don't have a great father figure. You know, I mean, it, it doesn't, it has nothing to do with being gay, but it's just become really like nobody wants, oh, but all that matters is that the child has love. That's kind of bullshit. I'm sorry. It's kind of BS. You know, it's important, I think, to have a, a strong, Patriarchal figure, a strong male figure, and I would bet you that any therapist would say, you know, yeah, it it is a, it, it it's important to have a male figure that you can project on and and to build in that sort of internal dialogue of self-worth, and for boy children to have male role models and for female children to have male role models, and it's like you know we've been very lucky because Giancarlo has been that to our kids and my brother is now stepping up into that role, even though he's very young. You know, he's only 25 or 6. Oh, how old is that kid?
1: But I've seen the kids. <laughs> I've seen the kids respond to Greg, and they, they love him. They adore him. They do.
0: And, you know, it's and, – and let me tell you, the minute my son gets around G, G is all that he wants. Giancarlo. Yeah. And my brother, too, now. But he just wants to be around Giancarlo. And he, he wants to go to the men's room. He does. And, I you know, it's, he wants to pee in a urinal. And it's like, he just wants to talk to G and he looks at G and he's like, is this what I'm going to look like? You know, is mm-hmm. this, is this like, cause he's a little hairy sucker. He's half Latin, right? He's a little furball. And you know, G's hairy and you know, and he's like, am I going to look like Uncle G? And it's, it's just, I think it's like, we got to stop with the PC and the bull and the lying. And just say, you know what? It is important. It's so important. And, you know, if you don't have it, it's okay. Your kid's going to be okay. But I think it's okay to also say it's a shame and allow them to be sad about it. I remember
1: on the tour bus and one of the most precious moments i remember it, and this was when phoenix was even a littler guffer than he is <laughs> was when you know when g would take him into that that little bathroom the size of this chair yes, to teach him how to pee standing up and teach him how to pee standing up and i used to just i don't know why it just touched me so much to see he would hold g's hand and they'd walk into <laughs>
0: this <laughs> tiny broom closet Young girl is going to jail by the way after this second
1: <laughs> <No, when> I- <laughs> god just realized how that sounded I they'd well so walk sorry. into the bathroom
0: and hold their penises together <laughs>
1: Oh, but it was so, um, it was so touching to see because he was just like this little, because it was different. It's not like, yeah, it, it wasn't like his mummy's parts. It
0: was a different part. No, and, and, and it he, was you know, really, he, seriously, like he's also curious. He even said, gee, can I see your wiener? And Giancarlo was like, no, but he wants to know, like, what's this going to look like when I'm growing up? And I don't know how to handle that one quite yet. You know, but he, he. <laughs> He doesn't, you know, because you imagine a three-year-old boy would probably, you know, see his dad pee, you know, and he hasn't seen Giancarlo pee, but it's like, it just, you know, I don't know. I, I just think as a boy, it, sure, it is important for boys to have a strong role model, and, and it's, it's sad when they don't. And yes, they'll be fine, and yes, a lot of my friends are heterosexual females, and one of my dearest, two of my dearest friends are single moms, And one has a little girl and one has a little boy. Um, And and my friend Cynthia, her son Lyric, he's 12 now and he's one of the most amazing kids, I'll have you know. Like I, literally every time I'm around Lyric, I'm like, this boy is special. And she has loved the crap out of him. And she has been everything to this kid and he is a good, solid kid. Mm -hmm. But don't think for a second that it's not, he's not sad. About the fact that his dad is limited and not around and has issues of his own. He is. And this is where I think we need to stop pretending like, oh no, it's fine. Love is enough. Love is enough. And just say, what what a sad shame. But I do know and I've seen the value of hit them hanging. Oh, so yeah. I completely you even understand. for Lou though, even for, for Lou, Lou too. Lou for too. For her self worth of like having that that male that adores her mm-hmm. is so I mean, and I adore her, but like you know, seeing her light up you know when Giancarlo talks to her holds her, plays with her or my brother same thing it's like it's so they it's just I wish we could just be honest I really do I I, I'm done lying about this it makes (laughs) me so sad you've never lied about it and by the way you know my well
1: well I know that you what's tough I think what's tough for you and why it's probably more of a kind of an epiphany, is because you didn't have that. Right. And, you're and seeing... it's not a gay
0: thing. That's what and I'm saying. And gay... it's <laughs> not a gay thing. It's not a gay thing. I've Straight people, single moms, I, have, I know many heterosexual people that had crappy dads. You know, it's a bummer. And I just think I think, but also, I don't know that we send enough positive messages to dads. It's always, mom, 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 mom. And I just think if we let men know how needed they are, I think it will start helping. If we really do say, and it's just how often do we talk about dad? Yep. How often? We need to let these men know how needed they are. I think men feel, a lot of the men friends I have, feel like they're on the outside of their own family. Like they're not really needed. And like they're just there to earn money.
1: Mm-hmm. And it
0: makes them feel discouraged. And, you know, again, I'm speaking just in my own small experiences. But I just think, well, this one's for dads. But that's just. And here's like, to all the good dads out there, and the good moms. But and 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 I, and I can
1: guess to venture that you you miss that. You oh know, hell
0: yeah, hell yes. When Heidi talks about her dad and how amazing he was, and how much she loves him, and how he used to, pl- I just look at her like flabbergasted.
1: It's like what you mean I, that I, happened? I, I'm like, really, you weren't
0: uncomfortable around him. He didn't like really. He didn't freak you out, or you weren't. You didn't like. Oh, no. I, I just so hard for me to even understand. I'm going
1: to find, you know what? I think I'm going to make that my mission. I'm going to find you a nice uh, father figure.
0: I have. I have my shrink. That's what my shrink is for. Really? Hell yeah. I have that projection on my shrink. Oh, interesting. Yeah, he's, he's, and I, you know, and I talk to him like that. He's older, older than me, and that's how I talk to my shrink. And, you know, and I, and I, it's like, I'll tell you, it really, having a male therapist really helped me, like, heal a lot of that stuff. I bet you know but this is where I think we need to be able to say like we shouldn't deny it in healing it it's talking about how sad you are you didn't have it Mm -hmm. I think that's important so that's it I'm done playing this freaking game (laughs) dads are important if you you don't have one don't feel bad if you weren't able to provide one for your kid don't feel guilty but acknowledge it and and let it be a bummer because some because it is and see if there's some good strong men in your life that can help step in from time to time because I think that's all that's all it takes (laughs) all right if you've ever wanted to create an awesome website try weebly it's so easy it will blow your mind weebly was created for people with the courage to start their own business the kind of people that dream to be their own boss. You don't need to be a web designer. You don't know how to code to create a beautiful website. You just go to Weebly.com, whether you want an online store, whether you want a blog. We're all so impressed with the wide variety of professionally designed, mobile-friendly themes to choose from. You simply drag and drop to quickly build and publish your site. It is that easy. You can customize, update, and change your site at any time you want to on any device. So join over 30 million people who are already using Weebly. Dream big. Get started today for free at weebly.com forward slash Jillian. That's Weebly, W-E-E-B-L-Y dot com forward slash Jillian.
1: I'm ready for Jillian to tell her story. I am ready
0: for you. It's not funny, man. You're going to need to make it kind of funny. Oh, Why
1: You've been a little bit serious. You know what I've noticed here on the uh, Jillian Michael show? I know. You've had a few uh, more than uh, normal serious moments eating away from the microphone.
0: I just want to make sure that you're okay. I am, but I keep discovering these like significant things or epiphanies. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, epiphanies are good. Or they're (laughs) pretty obvious, but they keep coming up. Okay. And I'm like, I should talk about that. Uh, So, So listen to this. My publicists, right, were were in the throes of, like, constantly promoting, promoting, promoting just Jillian, and everybody's out there pushing, and we get no's at various places, and admittedly, like, sometimes we get a no, and I'm like, why would we get a no from this particular place? Like, they, people develop these weird things against you, and, like, this one I still don't know, um... I've done the talk, I don't know, maybe two, maybe, definitely two, maybe three times, can't remember. Every time I've done the talk, I've been nothing but gracious, lovely, grateful. They will not have me on. No idea why. None of us can figure it out. We just move on. So now, there's another one, right? Another outlet that shall remain nameless right now, that just won't have me on, and no one can figure out why. A friend of mine is a publicist who I used to work with. Not my publicist now. And she ends up telling me, right? She goes, hey, listen, you know, you have to patch things up over there. And I was like, why? And I, I've been on the show a bunch of times, but nothing but lovely. And I was like, why would I have to patch things up? What are you talking about? And she goes, well, apparently.
1: Oh, God, that's the worst way to start a sentence. Yeah, apparently. Apparently.
0: Ugh. Right? Apparently, they asked you to do a fitness segment. Um, and you said no, and now that you want something from them, it's payback time. Oh, ugh. Right? So I was like, wait a minute. What? And of course nothing goes right to me. Requests don't go to me, they go to my quote people, my publicists, right? So I called Giancarlo, and I was like, Hey, I just heard this. What the hell is, what what the hell is she talking about? What do we say no to? And he's like, Oh yeah. They wanted you to do a fitness segment to launch Just Jillian, and we all said no, because right now, people don't know what Just Jillian is, and the concern is that if we do a fitness segment, they're going to think it's a fitness show, so we said, you know, no, we don't want to do that. Well, you know, this producer now at this show has it in for me, has taken it on personally, and the thing is... You realize, so there's a woman in the world that doesn't like me and is going to teach me a lesson and is mad and feels personally snubbed. And how dare I? But the bottom line is, ready? I don't even A, know who this woman is. I've never met her. She doesn't exist in my reality. Somebody is mad and feels personally snubbed by me. I don't even know A, what she's talking about, B, or who, who she is. So this brings me to this conclusion. Use your words. People are not mind readers. What is the what is the benefit of that? Like, even with my daughter, the other day, she's just been just, oh, my God, just antagonizing the hell out of my son. And, you know, he's like, don't throw that out. She'll throw it out. Please don't, don't touch me. She'll, you know, antagonize him. And I'm like, Lou, what are you doing? You're the one that's getting in trouble. Every time you do this, you're the one that gets the time out. You're the one that loses your treat. What are you doing? And she's like, well, I'm, you know, I don't like it when he takes my toys. I'm like, but he's not taking your toys right now. But she's, like, storing it up and then mad or jealous of him and then antagonizing him. And I'm like, Mama, use your words. When something like this is happening, tell us what's happening. We usually police it. And by the way, you're a foot taller than him. (laughs) If he takes your toy, take it back. But I I think we're so busy, like, being mad and holding grudges – and presuming that people will know what we need or what we're going through, and they don't. No, it's true. Use your words. Uh, what I'm,
1: what I'm intrigued, My though, God. to ask you is why does this person who has got some kind of burr up her ass, right? Does she, does she, um, does she have that much power? Like she's you're giving the, her a lot of power, aren't you? She's or, the executive
0: producer of this particular um media thing. Outlet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it was just something that they were trying to book me on. And as we sort of go out to like oh, Rachel Ray, you know, all, all these different places, you know, then it's like, well, this place, you know, this is channel effect. won't follow that channel. So you got to do this one first or uh, these guys won't have you on like Ellen DeGeneres will not have me on. She will not have me on in the entire time. I've been a public figure. She's had Alison Sweeney on a million times. She's had Bob on a million times. She's had me on one time. The time she had me on, I went on the show. I was like, oh, my God, I'm a huge, huge fan of yours. You're awesome. I've been a fan for years. Did the segment. Never had me back. No idea. No idea. No idea. Have you ever, I mean. I, no idea. I, I and that's not that's not the one I'm talking about. But I, my point I, is like, well, I must okay. have done something. I mean, no idea what it is. So The talk. No idea. Couldn't tell you. Could not tell you. Now, it's not to say, you know, I did the Today Show, I did Dr. Oz, I did Rachel Ray, I did Meredith Vieira. I'm hopefully going to do the real. Like, we're doing all these different things. But my my point is just, yeah, there's this one particular outlet that you think would support the show um, for particular reasons. And they haven't. And no one could figure it out. And then a friend of mine told me that, oh, this is, you know, you didn't do a. And it's like, oh, use your words. But Jillian, you Go sh- to my people and say. You know what we feel? How about, but how about you? How about you
1: use your words? How How about you? You call her up and say, hey, it's Jillian. Why can't
0: we, instead of your people, maybe that's it. Maybe there's this buffer. Because here's the, it's a little more complicated than that. Of course it is, but I'd like to make things easy. Well, the The, reason it's a little more (sighs) complicated, it involves, okay, um, Ugh, I don't. All right. So the it, the reason it's a little more complicated is because if it's at all perceived like I'm trying to force myself down this woman's throat, it could cause other problems for me in other areas. Okay.
1: God, it's so, God. It's this business, a business, it's this, a, this it's a, business it's, you're in, is so.
0: And I just was like, you know what? Let's let's let it go. Let's move on. You know, let's 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 like we don't need to. You know, but but in that particular instance, I was like. You know, and by the way, and my publicist was like, You realize this makes no sense. We pass on things all the time for other people. They don't get blacklisted from the show. I'm like, dude, I hear you. I'm like, but this is what came from inside. And I was just on the show a year and a half ago and sent flowers. Thanks for having me. So I, I don't know what else, you know. Do you completely trust this person that's giving you the information? Yeah, I do. You do? I do. Okay, yeah. And it makes and all and it makes what's going on make sense. But the 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 bottom line is, all I guess all I'm trying to say is you may be mad at somebody or hurt, yeah, and they they probably have no idea. I know that you're no absent. idea. And yeah. you know what? I I did the same thing to Andy once. She she got married and she got pregnant, and you know, we never heard from her again. We just never heard from her again. And I was like, you know, and her, and then finally. Like even with with a group of my friends, I was like, you know what? I always make the plans, and I'm always the one that has to get us together. And if I don't get us together, we'll never see each other again. And we went through this whole thing, and I finally did say something, but it was after years of being upset about it. Right. Years, and so my friends were like, "Are up. you serious? Yeah, you've been harboring this for this long." And because I was like, "Well, if you knew me and you loved me, you would care, or you would figure it out, or you would know." And it's it's not the way people work. My friend, you know, one of my friends was like, "Well, I never want to make the plans because I'm always afraid you're not going to be happy with the plans I make because you're so particular." Another one of my friends was like, "Jesus, Jill, I thought you know, I thought it was like Andy was your number one, so we all waited to hear from you. Like we had just, you know, all of a yeah. sudden the, it all starts flowing out about I thought this or I thought that or I didn't know or I felt this or that, you know." And I guess what I'm trying to say. Is that whatever you might be harboring? You know, it's very likely that people don't even have a clue. Uh, and, and isn't that that that's the basis? Not
1: that basis, but resentment. Yes, is it's always fueled in in. I shouldn't say it's always fueled. I'm trying to make a very blanket statement, and it's not a blanket statement. But but resentment sits and rots. Yes, and 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 you're absolutely right. It's like. They don't know, and and that's they why I say I wish I wish you could reach out to the and I and I don't want to I know you don't, don't want to know a can of I, worms, I but happen
0: but to think there might be something else going on with this woman maybe she's the new executive producer because I it doesn't really make sense I'm like what's wrong with you that your your ego is that fragile that if someone doesn't do exactly what you need like that it, I do kind of stinks. look at that and go there's something wrong with her yeah, yeah that's then I, then I'm like all right this this person is clearly got deeper issues and maybe that maybe i don't need to tangle with you know i'm like there's a million outlets out there yeah god bless it you know god bless so you know and people are intense you you know it's like you you know you'll be on the way we say you'll be on that's when i go no
1: okay night night
0: Yeah, yeah that that is when i'm like that's My publicist was like, that's outrageous if that's the case. I'm like, that's what I'm told is the case, and that's what I think you're running up against. Um, And that is when I kind of am like, that's a little scary. Maybe I don't need to – maybe I'll just be like, you win, and I – you know, you got me. Can't use your – I needed you to help me promote my show, and, you know, you taught me. God bless. You're the winner. Because sometimes I just feel like letting people win, otherwise they keep going, you know? I, I, I do. I do. But I do. if it's friends, and f- I've been guilty of it, I see my daughter being guilty of it. And if it's something a relationship worth salvaging, exactly, say something.
1: Say something.
0: People aren't mind readers. <gasps> Use your words. Yes. Janice? Yes talked about this before uh-oh yeah but people keep asking me throw that away old girl. yes ma'am thanks but oh yeah. you dropped
1: i threw a bounced, bottle cap at manis off my my padded uh Did you see box of, <laughs> box of bras yeah, a box of bras yeah box of bras bounced out? Yep, kaboom that was almost <laughs> i like you could it. have scored on that yeah, thank you yes uh, okay talked about it before food I'm timing ready. Why do I keep getting asked about this? Because, because, because oh we are afraid to eat at certain times, thinking it's just going to sit in our guts no, and just turn our asses into
0: ginormous. True. Well, and now there's some sort of bull crap fasting, five, two, eight, four something diet. Yeah, the gal the, we had <sighs> talked to the gal in the car no, and she was frozen. Yes. Remember?
1: In her she car. was in her
0: car. Yes. <laughs> all right. So first of all, I wanna I wanna get into this right now. And this also includes, by the way, I'm so sick of this question. Not from you guys, but from, like, journalists. You don't need to eat around your workout. What should I eat before a workout? What should I eat after a workout? You should not eat around your workout. One thing has nothing to do with the other. Unless you're a bodybuilder. And then the answer is really simple. Eat all the time. (laughs) Really? Yes. And eat all the time. Yes, eat all the time. Okay. Like, you don't need. I mean, like... In theory, it's just, I mean, the rules are the same no matter what. It doesn't, okay, ready? Eat every three to four hours. The reason for this is because it stabilizes blood sugar, and it keeps you from overeating. Okay, so here's the golden rule. The reason we don't eat small meals throughout the day, or the reason we don't skip a meal, or the reason we don't get into fasting and all that crap is because theoretically it can cause you to overeat but first let me preface by saying if I put Janice on 1800 calories a day and I gave it to you in one meal I gave it to you in 10 meals I gave it to you every four hours nothing would change nothing zero it doesn't matter when you eat the calories If
1: I sat down and ate a big ol' honkin' 1800-calorie meal... And nothing
0: in that rest of that 24-hour period. Don't you... Really? Yes. Study after study after study after study. Energy is energy. It doesn't matter. Here's why it matters. Okay. Because the timing of when you consume your calories can affect how many calories you consume. So... If you skip meals, in theory, when you do eat, you'll be hungrier. Absolutely. That's it. Overeating. Uh, Don't eat before bed. Well, in theory, you've already had breakfast, lunch, snack, dinner, and you're eating again. More calories. Not the timing of the calories. No. No. Eating throughout the day. Okay. Well, what happens when we eat throughout the day is we tend to lose track of the calories. And because insulin is always surging, it's not an ideal scenario for weight loss because we never go into our post-absorptive phase. If we have constant steady stream of blood sugar, it, it is harder to burn fat. But it also causes us to graze. We lose track of how much we've eaten and we feel like we've never had a meal.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So then we end up overeating. That's all. Period. End of story. So in theory, studies, studies will show us, not necessarily in theory, but studies have shown us, that when we eat every three to four hours, it is ideal for calorie control, controlling how much food we eat. So, and the reason for that is because we're stabilizing our blood sugar. We eat, we have, you know, a nice steady stream of blood sugar. We go into a post-absorptive phase. We eat again, and then every three to four hours, right? Now, with that said, When it comes to eating around workouts, none of that fricking matters. The quality of your food should be good quality with a nice mix of healthy fats, healthy carbs, and healthy proteins, whether you're working out or not. So the answer to your post-workout or the answer to your pre-workout is the answer for overall health. Carbs for energy, you know, amino acids to replenish after the workout, you know, healthy fats for healing and brain function. The answer's the same. I can't. I can't. Well, I must admit, I must admit, when we were on
1: tour and we did, how many tours? We did like three marathon tours and and there was times where there just wasn't time. We weren't in a hotel. uh, We were on the bus and we just, none of us could work out yeah and what amazed me is how you but the thing is you're so you're in so in sync with your body but how you could go through two months Mm. working out maybe a handful of times Mm. because there just was no time I know but your body maintained and so that's why food it's the food How you eat yes but you see someone would look at you and go I want her body and then they want to know exactly what you eat thinking that if i follow exactly what jillian michaels eats i'm gonna
0: have her body look at the table what do we have on the table right now well there's lucky there's- jack popcorn i mean we each have I a had a stand. cheese sandwich earlier you, you really, but I, I really i think you inhaled a cheese i know sandwich. <laughs> I, but the thing is because you won't allow me to eat anymore no i'm so i have to rule in between breaks the, but i eat good quality food and i control my calories it's that easy it's that easy it's all you need to worry about don't worry about anything else
1: okay Simple. but i but i still have one more question
0: about this yes ma'am if
1: i ate my 1800 which which we, which would be like a turkey dinner right that would be like a thanksgiving dinner okay. 1800 what is that that's about 1800 a lo- it's 1800 a lot one
0: meal's a lot of calories it's probably a meal at mcdonald's okay if, if I, I ate that i mean that. it's probably a big mac Large fries and large soda. Large fries and a Coke, yeah. Okay, so if I...
1: was disgusting. But if I mm-hmm. ate that before bed, something... To, there's going to be a difference between me eating that at 10 o'clock at night and me eating that at 2 o'clock the in the
0: afternoon. The only difference, and I mean the only difference, would be... I'm plugged up. No. The sugar, right before you go to sleep, insulin and human growth hormone act in a check and balance. Insulin can, it depresses... Your human growth hormone levels, which is why I'm always like, well, you know, if you're really looking to get crazy with it, take out uh, high glycemic index foods right before bed. So like sugars and processed carbs, right? Simple, simple carbs, white flour, white sugar, bad stuff like that. Because then it drives HGH levels down. But other than that, no, man, it's because think about it. You might store those calories, but all day long when you're not eating... Yeah. And you're just going back into them again. It's study after They've studied it. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Unless you're a bodybuilder, in which case, again, you just eat Eat every two I eat. Don't stop eating. Yeah. Audible is offering our listeners a free 30 day trial membership and a free audiobook. Just go to audible.com forward slash exercise and browse over 180,000 audio programs, download a title free, and start listening. It is that easy. That's audible.com forward slash exercise to get started today. Did I happen to mention, I'll say it again, they have 180,000 audio programs, guys. Audiobooks, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Here's a good one. Steve Jobs, The Autobiography by Walter Isaacson. If you want to listen to it, Audible has it. Get a free 30-day trial membership and a free audiobook by signing up today at www.audible.com forward slash exercise.
1: Hey, I, we're going to dip into the Jillian Michaels email bag today. Mm-hmm. This uh, letter comes from Andrea. Hi there. I was just introduced to your podcast and all I can say is addictive. Thank I you. listen to them all day at work. Smart. I'm a very healthy eater. I was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma a little Aww. over two years ago, but I am cancer free now. Yay! I am 38 years of age. I'm huh. about 131 pounds and
0: 5'8". Oh, wow. Finn.
1: Yeah, yeah. I am listening to your podcast, The Love Doctor, and you are talking about alcohol, my capital letters, my weakness.
0: Well, wait a sec. What does that have to do with The Love Doctor?
1: Hang on. It's coming. I am not an alcoholic, but I love my wine and my tequila.
0: Hmm.
1: Uh, I work out daily, but I'm having a hard time losing the love handles. My muffin top hangs over my pants mm-hmm. and, I hate, and I hate it and I'm very self-conscious about it. My husband and I share a bottle of wine for our dinner each night, Eesh. which is about two glasses each. Um, I like doing shots of tequila here and when we go out is the reason I cannot, is this the reason why I cannot lose these love handles? Yes. I love my wine and don't want to give it up, <laughs> but I don't want to be self-conscious either. Help.
0: Yeah. Uh, Alcohol is so bad for you it is so bad for you dude like it just is it it's like i remember talking to um uh an endocrinologist and just it's like a massive contributor to breast cancer or ovarian cancer it raises your estrogen levels up and it, it not it just yeah it's just bad it's bad It it dampens the hell out of your fat metabolism Because of the way it has to be processed by the liver, it ages the shit out of you, it dehydrates you. Um, And, you know, I mean, for me, my role with it is two drinks a week. That's it. Okay, Hank. Now slow the
1: roll here. No, I saw a particular episode.
0: Oh my of god! Just Do you Jillian. know how that happened? Where, Let me tell you how that happened. Where
1: I saw someone sipping uh,
0: tequila off of something. Here's <laughs> what happened. So here's what happened. Listen okay. to this. How ironic is this? We're three episodes into the show. Okay. Yeah. And the show doesn't really find out what it is. Like episode one is like okay you know, these are the players, right? And these are why we have, this is where we're living and this is why we're living there. And these are the, you know, these are the people and these are the relationships. And, you know, it's part demo reel, part pilot, part actual shooting of the series. It was just a hodgepodge of shenanigans. Um, So it's a bit confusing, but it sets the stage. Episode two is a bit like the struggle is real, right? Oh, the juggling act. And it's like kind of trying to tell you, A little overselling the message of the show. Episode three is a little too much like episode two. Great, funny, but the show doesn't really hit its stride until episode four. And then you get the tone of the show. And that's kind of the tone of the show from here on out. So my network executive, after seeing (laughs) the rough cuts of episode one, two, and three, calls me and he goes, Jillian, you know, E is all about fun. And I, I'm not saying to word. He's the nicest guy. I'm, okay. He's like, E is all about fun. And I was like, uh-huh. And he goes, isn't, isn't your life fun? And I was like, yeah. And, I'm like, <laughs> and in my mind, I'm like, no. Right? I was like, so he's like, I mean, your life is fun, isn't it? And I was like, sure. But in my mind, I'm like, I have two small kids. Yeah, who drive me up a wall. I haven't slept in forever. I've got a gigantic company, not gigantic, but like a company with what feels like a million employees when it's just kind of you bringing in the money, Giancarlo and I, you know, it feels honest to God, sometimes I feel like Atlas with the weight of the world on my shoulders. And, you know, it's not fun. My life's not. It hasn't been fun in a while. Oh, so it ha enough. you know, it hasn't been fun it's just it's been work yeah. a lot of work a lot of responsibility and i love my job and it has those moments and i love my kids and it has those moments but no it, i haven't had fun in a gazillion years so i it got me thinking right <laughs> yeah. and i was like oh my god like this is actually quite a sad state of affairs like my life isn't fun it, it kind of hasn't been fun in a really long time and so they're like we want you guys to go do something fun. So Chloe was like let's go out when we're in Chicago. We'll have Kenta, we'll have L. And that's how the whole and the ne- and I oh my god because I don't drink, I was destroyed. I have to admit when and Giancarlo I was furious. You- oh, was he?
1: Well because he he's- he wanted to be there.
0: No, no, no. He was like, "Jill, we really are here to work." <laughs> you f- idiot and he's like no all of you were drunk and you know he because he's like we're really here to work and we couldn't necessarily break the fourth wall and be like listen the network was like you're no fun you know and so which they made a really good point we're no fun and (laughs) Oh, my God, Janice, I was destroyed. I have to admit- Destroyed. When when Kent-
1: I, I, I thought, thought I was going to die. They gave
0: me a Zofran in the car. I thought I was going to die when the driver was like with the brake and the gas and the brake and the gas. I said to John Carlo, I'm like, I'm going to throw up. He gave me a, like a, a freaking chemotherapy pill for nausea. It was terrible. Oh, my God.
1: Horrible. I, I, I peed my pants when I saw you sitting there and I just- it, and mama hasn't had a drink in a long time, but you always remember the feeling. You oh, always remember the feeling. Horrible. The worst. I felt horrible. But, okay. Horrible. So, you, but you horrible. But, and, and I never, you know what? I have never seen you. That's why I was so no, shocked. I'm never. watching
0: you going, Jillian? No, I know. <laughs> Is that you? Because the network was like, isn't your life fun? Flashback <laughs> to pre kids. <laughs> That was me pre-kids. Okay, so... For you have kids. Here's the problem. Have kids and wake up with kids feeling like that? You'll jump in front of a train. <laughs> you will jump in front of a train. It's impo- you, c- you can't do it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you cannot party anymore. You will literally wake up and, you know, it's 6 in the morning. Like, even this morning, my son, liar, he's got this little owl that goes off, right? That says, this is when you can get up and don't freaking breathe out loud until the owl turns green. Oh, the green. Owl. Oh. So... Sure enough, it's 6 in the morning, my owl's green. (laughs) And it's set for 7, but he lies and thinks that I'm not going to know. The owl's green. And I looked at Heidi and I was like, did you reset the owl? She's like, no. I was like, mute the monitor. My owl is green. And then if you don't get up, he sings because he knows we can hear him through his monitor. So he starts saying, hello from the other side. It's the worst. It's the fucking worst. The owl's cream. My owl's scream. <laughs> yeah. Try doing that hungover. Oh, no, no. Okay. No.
1: So to, an- <laughs> to answer Andrew's question. I think Homegirl
0: needs to cold turkey it. That's my new yeah. thing right now. I think she needs to go cold turkey to get a grip on it. And it's going to yep. take at least a month. Well, you know what, when you're sh- when you're sh- when you're splitting a bottle of wine every night, you just that's it's a, a tough, crutch. That's it's a, a tough crutch. One. It's like a gnarly habit. And so for me and the more I drink, by the way, the more I want to drink. Once I start drinking, then it's like, oh beer with like last night Heidi and I went for Mexican food. And I was like, God, a beer with the chips and salsa sounds so good. And yeah. I was like, No, no. And I but I stopped myself. But it's like once you start that, then it's like, oh glass of red wine with this steak sounds so good oh my god you know tequila on the rocks we're going out with um, our friend Justin uh, and his boyfriend Austin tonight and we're going to this place called uh, Gracias Madre which is like this organic kind of vegan Mexican spot and it's like tequila on the rocks sounds so good you know once you start it it's it's harder to break absolutely and so personally for me I I think she needs to cold turkey it get a grip on it get control of it and if i if you know what i would
1: it's it's romanticizing the booze when you start romanticizing it it like it's part of you know it's like how can we have and you start quite how can we have dinner without it you kind of well you can but if it's if it becomes part of the
0: that's when it becomes that i that's when i'm like oh hell no that's when i quit like when you know i haven't had sugar in like a year and 2 months no one believes me. Sugar as in cake, cookies, yeah. ice cream, things like that. And my mother-in-law's cake balls, man, I ate like 16 of them in a 24-hour period and that two it. Christmases ago and I was like, "Oh no, 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 no. No, 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 no." Yeah. And I was like, "This isn't good. This is way too powerful. I'm not going to do this." No. And it was it and I and once it it's taken me it took months. To not have that craving, and I still do sometimes, but not every night, not like the way I used to. Yeah. And when something has that kind of control over you, that's when I'm like, I think you need to reset the stage here a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would, honey, I would, I would go on a. This is where I think the benefit of a cleanse, the psychology, yes, more so of a cleanse. Yeah. Get that, get that out of there. Cleanse the, cleanse your mind, cleanse your behaviors. You know, detox your body from the the addiction on a behavioral level from it. Uh, Because, yeah, that is not good. That's love handle City, but it's also breast and ovarian cancer time. Careful. Yeah. All right. All right. Hello from From the hours. hours.